feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Let's go! Scott Wright's playing for Aberdeen and Rangers are going for the league. Is he going to want to score against Rangers and lose them a league and then have to go and meet them the next season? Well, you imagine he takes a penalty and misses. Maybe Celtic have privately conceded that the title has gone, in which case it would make sense for Shane Duffy to, to leave. Our focus and our preparation has been majority on us and where we're at and what we need to do to try and get the three points going down to Fair Park. The Goal Radio Football Show with Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. With OPC Energy Limited, the renewable energy specialists. Call 0808 17 17 700. So the breaking news tonight, Kilmarnock and St Mirren win their appeals partially to the SFA. So Kilmarnock's match with Motherwell will go ahead and the fine is reduced from £40,000 to twenty, with 10000 suspended until the end of June. And that means St Mirren, their match with Motherwell, will also be played. Their fine is also reduced, so effectively they're paying 10 now and 10 at the end of June if there's any further problem. Elsewhere, Rangers are close to signing Scott Wright. Looks as though he could be here really, really soon. And uh, aiming to add to that 21-point lead at the weekend. I think we're going to call them champions-elect. We've got the president-elect in America and uh, I know you're not going to accept it yet, Barry Ferguson, but they are champions-elect. Meanwhile, Celtic's COVID-hit side face uh, Livingston tomorrow as the Green Brigade call for change at the top. What do you think, Celtic fans, 08, 08, 17, 17, 700? And Rangers fans, it's all but over, but uh, Scott Wright, do you want to see him coming now? Barry, we're looking forward to it. First, that news for St Mirren and Motherwell. That's uh, some... And Kilmarnock, that's good news. Yeah, it's, and I think it's the right news, Paul, if, I, if I'm being honest. Um, this should have been done um, a number of months ago when, when these games were, were stopped. It was common sense for me to go and reschedule. Um, for some odd reason, the SFA decided to take points off them, give them to who they were playing against, and then take them back off the, the teams that they were playing against. Um, so I, I thought it was a, a disgrace uh, when it happened. Um, and now common sense is is. is came to the, the front of their, their, their thinking now and look they're, they're still getting a fine but I think the clubs will be happy now that they can go and reschedule the games uh, and play them out as the way they would want it to do away at the start of this Three games in total it's going to be Si yeah. it was too early wasn't it when they when they, when they they fined them and also took the points from them very early and awarded them to the other clubs Yeah and it keeps the league tight but not as tight as Barry Ferguson's jeans right? Are you liking them? Yeah, oh you, my you god like them, but, don't you? <laughs> I can see everyone brilliant I'm enjoying yeah. it um, <laughs> The wee, the wee boohoo zipper as well He's like magnificent isn't he He's always got a wee glint in his eye on a Friday night I don't know what he gets up to when he goes up the road But he's always got a wee glint in his eye on a but Friday still, night still got fine calves That's what you can see isn't oh, it the calves are brilliant aren't they he, he, They're implants Their they calves are implants But no I agree with Fergie But Fergie was saying this when it first came out Just rearranging fiction I don't know yep. again who's making these decisions There's so many decisions lately that are, are quite clearly baffling um, But the right decision's been made in the end We got there in the end It's only took us about two or three months But Finally, the right decision has been made, and um, 
I think St Mirren and Kilmarnock will both kick on now after that. Who are we going to hear from in the next uh, hour or two? Gavin Strachan standing in again for Neil Lennon. They're obviously uh, COVID restricted until next week. So Celtic Livy with a reduced team tomorrow. We're going to talk about that. And Livingston, eight wins in a row wow. under David Martindale, as we all know. And uh, we're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard. Do you think Scott Wright is on his way sooner rather than later? Yeah, I think it's a real possibility. Um, I can see the reasons why Rangers are interested in him um, certainly in the final third he, he's got that trickery and he can change a game of, game of football um, so I can see the deal getting done maybe the Ross McCrory situation they might try and reduce that that fee or maybe one or two players who are on the fringes of the, the first team squad might move up to Aberdeen but I honestly do in time think it could be a a good signing um, he's 23 years of age um, he's at, at the stage of his career now that um, I think he, he can go and earn that right to play at a, a big club I'm not saying Aberdeen are not a big club but I think he's good enough to make that step and go to Rangers and as I said I can I can understand um, the reasons why Stephen Gerrard wants to sign him Yeah again Rangers for me the recruitment's been excellent um, it's a guy that I've said before Celtic went for big names that looked like good signings I think Rangers the way they've got the recruitment is that they've brought players that suit their their system you know you think of Hillander um, sorry Balligan sorry yep. in the summer yep. uh, and you think of Glenn, Glenn Kamara you know they thought at the time are they good enough for Rangers they've came in and they've been excellent because they fit Rangers style of play and Scott Wright's the same for me you know in that front three he's, he's got pace I think he can interchange he can go and play up front he can go and play on the left he can go and play on the right and what he has got is that intensity he, he, about his game that he can go and press the way Rangers want to press you know I think they've gambled on guys like Jordan Jones and Greg Stewart in the attacking position signing them from SPL teams but I think what Scott Wright's got over the two guys is his ability to go and win the ball back at a high tempo and I think again I think it looks like a good bit of business for, yep. for Rangers and I think it would be ideal to bring him in um, this month it'll get him used to his surroundings his teammates and the demands and the expectations of playing at Rangers it'll buy him that three or four month settling in period then he can go and have a good pre- pre-season and then push to get a starting place I think he's made Aberdeen a much better team to watch you know in terms of I thought they were very direct before Wright and Hedges came into the team whereas now they, they, they're, they're similar to the two Rangers wingers they want to come inside and, and get on the ball and allow the, the, the space for the fullback. so again he suits how Rangers are going to play and it's another goal threat you know, and nobody's really nailed doing that right hand side. I know Kamara Roof's done yeah. well, but Scott Wright will be thinking of himself. But Barry says at twenty three, I can go in there and, and be a first team player at Rangers. I've no doubt. That's what I was thinking. Is there a place for him? He, you know, you're not going to walk into the first eleven if there is such a thing now. But Barry, he's got. He can bring something new. Yeah, and he, he fits the way Rangers play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Certainly the the way he likes his his front three. Certainly the the ones that play on the left and right hand side. Scott Wright can play either um, so as I said I can see the reasons why the manager's interested in him wants to bring him just now and then, as I go back to it recruitment's number one at a mm. club and the, the manager's clearly looking not just for this season but beyond this season as well So Rangers have had another week off no midweek game so that, that's two weeks running for the first time since last summer let's hear from Stephen Gerrard on duty today uh, speaking about the injury update him well his step is rehab up in terms of the gym and activities that he's doing so he's in a positive place uh, Kemar Ruth should be back in full training in the middle of next week all being well Ryan Jack is back with the group now he's done his first full session with the group yesterday he'll train again this morning so we welcome him back that's a big boost for everyone Ryan Jack it's been quite a time since we've seen him yeah he's been out for a number of, uh, of weeks um, he's certainly been a, a big player for, for Rangers it allows if Ryan Jack is 
fit and, and available to be selected that allows them to give that respite to Stephen Davis. He's played a lot of football over the last month or so. Um, and Kemar Roof going to be back next week in Arfield probably at the end of the month. So Rangers are, are now beginning to get um, their full squad uh, fit and ready to go again. Yes, yeah. uh, that was Scott Arfield he was speaking about right at the beginning. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But on Ryan Jack, you know, it's a massive yep. boost to get him back because I think defensively he's Rangers' best midfield player in terms of off yep. the ball and how he covers the two fullbacks. I don't think they've been as good as it since he's been it. You know, I don't think that's Stephen Davis's game to go and run over and, and cover fullbacks. I think Ryan Jack does it very well. You see him doing it for Scotland as well, reads the game very well. Uh, and again, he lets Steve Davis go and play. I think Davis had to play that bit more defensive since. Since Jack's been it, uh, I yep. think he's better that we that we further up. Fergie, mm. would you agree? Yep. No, I, I've got to agree with you. Look, Ryan Jack is probably if you look at the the six midfielders available to Rangers, he is the most defensive midfielder. Mm. Stephen Davis plays that, but he's he's his game is going getting the ball and starting attacks and and making them play the the game of football. So, I mean, big news for Rangers. Ryan Jack been back as I say, he's a really important player. Um, and as I said, if he's wanting to give Stephen Davis that chance of resting up, you can go and do that now with Ryan Jack being available. That's Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry. The weekend starts here with me, Paul Cooney, at the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. You person to come in? Yeah, I want to ask you what you did. What's the butler making the night? Caviar sandwiches? Up <laughs> no, I'm talking to you, Paul. You're, I'm talking to you. What oh, is it the night? Cy put it on to me. <laughs> you used to up Bothell, man, in neighbouring palaces. I'm, I'm stuck not in, in Bothell. No, no, I'm not in Bothell. I'm, there's not enough ground in Bothell. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, we're going to that area. We're going to Motherwell. Hughes on the line about the oh, appeals. Hughes a hero. Yeah, we're going to hear from Tony Fitzpatrick in about an hour's time the Chief Exec of St Mirren but Hugh a Motherwell fan good evening good evening did you just say Hugh's the hero yes Hugh you're the man you're my favourite caller mate <laughs> really yes oh, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to slag you but you're Jim Carrey here cutting your thumb and stuff what is that about seriously what is that about <laughs> I'm trying to start a trend Hugh what age are you Hugh <laughs> yeah, I'm 51 right I want to see that fringe on you and send me a picture out alright <laughs> I'll get you into that, right? All right, sir. Good man, you. <laughs> uh, I just obviously on about the, the decision that panel came in last night for the St. Martin, obviously, the political, as I call it. I just think it goes to show the incompetence of the governing body that's taken to this stage to come to that decision. I know it went to a panel. Why not just give them a fine? I've seen on the show before that the three things they get charged with, uh, the three things they get fined with, the points deduction, the goal difference, and the fine was farcical for me mm. give them a fine play the games the games could have actually been played by now yep. that's the worst scenario right? that, that's the worst thing out these games could have been done dusty now Mother's got two games to play Hamlet's got one and you just think this is a farce an absolute farce surely we need to call out this governing body say what he's actually doing now I've got to agree you said the, it, word, yep. the word that Hugh um, uses a farce that, that's what it's mm. been it's been a farce for the start there was no common sense whatsoever it came for the the powers above, um, and the 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 most important thing for me was at the start of it when people had maybe made some mistakes, but everybody makes mistakes through this, was to go and rearrange the games. And as you made makes a good point, these games could have been played if they made the correct decision early enough. But the thing is, it's these times are tough enough for teams. We've seen the effect it's had on players, managers. Why are we then punishing people? Nobody's going mm. into training or going into games trying to get the coronavirus. If anyone has made a mistake, okay, it's, it's a mistake. Do you know what I mean? I think we need to give these teams some slack. And Fer, me and Fergie will tell you on the coaching side, it's been such a tough year. And the last thing that team needs is to be getting fines, is to be getting points taken mm. off them. 
through because of a pandemic. It just is it's baffling. But this was it's new a pandemic. <laughs> exactly. This, this was new to everybody, yeah. and there was going to be some mistakes made along the way. There's no doubt about it. But uh, look, I can only I can talk about my own club, but I bet my bottom dollar that every single club, the 42 clubs, and then obviously into the lonely, try everything Trying in their, their power. Best, yeah. To do everything correctly, stick to the right protocols, stick to the right procedures and the right guidelines, whatever you want to call it. Um, so as I said, look, there was going to be mistakes made along the way, but to punish them the way they did these clubs, I, th- I thought it was a disgrace. Everyone's making mistakes, so Paul, because you've wore that body warmer than it just tells you. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Off. Yeah. Uh, si, here is a statement from the SPFL. They say, We note the decisions of the Scottish FA Appellate Tribunal in relation to the sanctions imposed on Kilmarnock and St Mirren by an independent SPFL tribunal. They say we will reschedule the three matches as soon as reasonably practical in line with the decisions. We await written reasons for the decisions from the Scottish FA Appeal Committee. So St Mirren against Motherwell and St Mirren against Hamilton and Kilmarnock against Motherwell. Hugh, what about your team though? You've got the new manager in, Graham Alexander. Um, In fact, uh, here is Stephen Gerrard speaking about uh, the new boss at uh, Fir Park. The manager always goes in and, and, and tries to put his own stamp on things. Normally you get a bit of a bounce and a boost and you, you galvanise your players and people normally get a fresh start, fresh slate to work from. I'm not sure how they seen their results against St Mirren, but to go away from home in this league and, and, and get a point seems like a positive result for a start. And I'm sure they're going to be trying to do everything they can to try and derail us and try and be the first team to beat us from a league point of view this season. So we expect a tough challenge and we'll certainly respect a new manager going in and, and things can be slightly different. Um, and we have to be ready to adapt to whatever's thrown at us. But our focus and our preparation has been majority on us and where we're at and what we need to do to try and get the three points. But it's certainly something we're looking forward to going down to Fair Park and we're looking forward to the challenge ahead. Hugh, what are you thinking about the new manager and uh, your prospects of staying up and moving up the table? I, I, I definitely believe in the team. I always have believed in the team. Um, I did actually say you at the beginning of the season as well when we went five defeated and things like that. I didn't want any changes get through a bad stage, but I did actually think we were going to turn it around. Uh, we had a good wee, part, uh, good wee portion of the games. We went back again. Robbo's away, I didn't want to see him go, I just wanted things changed. And now got Graham Alexander and I think he's the right guy for it because he's got the, the biggest win ratio uh, percentage of the rest of the candidates. Uh, where he's actually been, he's not been in this position obviously to try to take a team up. He's won promotion, uh, he's got any playoffs, he's won cups, so he, he's the sort of mentality guy that you want. We've got Wallace in, Adam yep, Rooney's going to be next. I think, um, I think Rooney, if he does come in, Yes, I don't think he's at the level he was at Aberdeen, but he's still going to be a decent signing for us. Hugh, what's your score on Sunday against Rangers? Uh, definitely, I don't think it will be as bad as a lot of people are actually thinking. I think Alexander will have to settle down. To be fair, I think there's going to be one goal in it. OK, thanks. We'll hear from the guys what they think later on. They did give them a See, really good term, game at Ibrox. In terms yeah. of Motherwell's... Yeah. Graham Alexander's kept Keith Lasley on. Yes, yes. But he's also the... brought his own guy yeah. in as well. Yeah, Lucchetti. Lucchetti, that's that. it. Uh-huh. Yep. But they pressed high against St Man last week, did you see it? I, it, it? To be fair, I mean, obviously, the, the week before that, the performance against Hamilton, I, mean, I, I couldn't yep. believe what I was watching. That's not the model that yep. that we've seen, but they, they were definitely signs of improvement against St Man. You think he'll go and press Rangers high at the weekend? I think he's playing into Rangers' hands if he, if he goes and, and does that. I don't think they've got the, enough quality going to go and do that. Mm. Uh, but Lawless is a great signing for them. Yeah. You know, I thought he was Livingston's best player last year. Yeah, he's good. He went down to Burton mm-hmm. and he's uh, got great delivery for set pieces. So guys like Ricky Lamy, Declan Gallagher. Are... 
So we're going to talk about off that. Yep. Yep. We're going to talk about uh, Celtic. I see the Green Brigade are out today, and they're asking for change of chief exec, and they're saying that there's sixty thousand season ticket holders who wouldn't want to sign up unless there's change there. Well, I've I've kind of got thoughts of uh, you support your club, you're you're always going to go and buy a season ticket, no matter how. Mm. Tough times are if you're going through a tough time in terms of results, which Celtic are this season. I think fans that support their club will always go and, and buy their season mm. books. Sai? Yeah, listen, I can understand the frustration. I think the Dubai trip, what would the apology yeah. a wee bit earlier? Understand that. But in terms of Peter Lowell, they've won nine in a row under his stewardship. Yep. They've yep. quadrupled treble. You know, they finished 10 points, I think it was 10 points clear of Rangers last year. So he went and spent more money than what Rangers did. They brought more players in than what Rangers did, spent more money on wages. So you can't say that he's not spent money and that he's let Celtic stand still. With that, the recruitment's not being good enough. Whoever whoever decides that, we don't know. We don't we don't see that. But in terms of the money that he spent, I mean you can't argue. Mm-hmm. There was a clamour for him to come out and apologise. Once he comes out and apologises, there's still people yeah. in an uproar. Yeah. Because it was unnatural, but these apologies they're never gonna be the most no, no. Do you know what I mean? No. Difficult to do, isn't it? Of course it but is. It came out, whatever, whatever he does. And people want to blame somebody just now. It's just the way life is, isn't it? And social media, and they make some good points. They are so disappointed to have lost the 10. And they have, Sai, haven't they? It's not going to happen. No, it does not like it now. I mean, uh, they've got a tough game on Saturday against yeah. Livingston. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, they, were in, they were in a wee sort of group, uh, yeah. got, hit a bit of form. But again, is what's happened all season. Mm-hmm. Someone's, someone's on, either on the pitch or off the pitch has happened, and that's gone again. You know, these guys will need to get back up to fitness, they'll need to get... Get to know each other playing in that same system again. So Rangers are they yeah. just look un- unbeatable just yeah. now. The game Celtic would be the one team that could beat them, yep. but they've proven twice this year that they didn't. No matter how Celtic play, that the Rangers are capable yep. of beating them. So you just kind of see Rangers losing against other the, SPL teams. The game on Monday. I mean, I, I thought there wasn't a lot of quality in it. The one bit of quality was Turnbull's Turnbull, free kick, yeah. and then it's a set piece which has basically killed Celtic most of the season. And um, they fail the. the they fail to defend these set pieces. But even given the free kick away, Fergie. Yeah, it was a crazy. Uh, he goes and dives and lacks yep. out. He goes and dives. Yep. Out. I mean, this guy plays with AC Milan. You know, <laughs> two minutes to go. Just stand on your feet. Hibs have not created much in open play in the game. Just stand on your feet, force him back, and defend for there. But then, as Fergie says, how they defend the set piece? They've got three opportunities to clear, to the clear it. But Fergie, have you ever seen a team defend and three players end up on the goal line? No. That should never happen. Should never happen. That's Ferguson and Ferry. We're back with them next. The Go Radio Football Show. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited and a full card this weekend. And some great games coming up. Celtic Livingston, we'll speak about it in a moment or two. That's tomorrow at three. Hamilton against Dundee United. Hibbs against Kilmarnock. Ross County Aberdeen. And St Johnson against St Mirren. And then the big sky match, 12 o'clock on Sunday. Motherwell against Rangers. And on a super Sunday... Barry, there's also Liverpool against Manchester United. Yeah, me, me and Sai were, were talking off air about the, the Liverpool-Man United game. That's going to be a cracker, but the big one's on before it. Yeah, Mother against indeed, Rangers. Yeah. Who'd you fancy, Man, you Liverpool? Um, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm going to stick my neck out. I think Man United might beat them. Wow. Really? Yep. At Anfield? Yep. Yeah, wow. I really do. Because yeah. well, Liverpool have not set half, have they? Yeah, we struggle. I, I don't like saying this one player... Makes a team, but mm. Van Dyke been out injured has been a massive miss for him. I know the manager. I know Jurgen Klopp would never say that, but he's he's so good. Fair play to Solskjaer because he 
I've been battering them for a month. Only six weeks ago, they were they thought you're yeah. taxi for Solskjaer. I, I actually watched them against Burnley, and see when you actually look at their team. It's a great team uh, on paper, isn't it? As on uh-huh. paper, it's a top team, and they're starting to build yeah. a a bit of momentum. And look, it wouldn't surprise me if if they go all the way. What about last night? There's two hours you won't get back. Arsenal oh against Crystal God. Palace. Yeah, oh. no Kieran Tierney. Not worth watching last night, was it? By the way, I sat on the couch, watched it on the telly, and ten minutes in, I wanted to sit on the telly and watch a couch. It was that bad. Mm. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so boring, isn't it? Like, I only watched the game because I thought Tierney was playing. And soon in ten minutes, I'm it's bad. As we were talking on Monday night, I get more out of watching our league. Yeah, it's more yeah. exciting that game last night, but it was. It shows yeah. you the value of Kieran Tierney. I mean, how much is he worth now? They love him at Arsenal. The fans, I saw on the websites, and, and they absolutely love him. He's fast become the favourite. Yeah, I think he could get another move. I was just I really to say that. I think if you're if you're Guardiola, no Klopp because he's got Robertson, obviously. But even yeah. a, a Solskjaer, you're looking at Tierney, thinking you would take him in a minute because he's a modern day f- football player. Yeah. He gets up and down the pitch. His quality is mm-hmm. good. But what what they done ahead on there is his heart. Mm-hmm. You know, you see all these top players, but. Arsenal, you think Aubameyang sometimes, he's going through the motions here, but you'd never get that with Kieran Tierney. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's not having a great game, Fergie, he'll still mm-hmm. run through it. But do you know what I love? It's great seeing Scottish boys do really well in the Premier yeah. League. There's that much made of how good they are or whatever, but the, the players that are McGinn's, Tierney's, Robertson's, McTominay's as well, guys like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Armstrong at, at Southampton yep. they're, they're doing brilliant They're playing at Leicester tonight as well I yep. see uh, Kieran Tierney comes out Just with a short t-shirt on And they're all talking about The soft Southerners Are saying hey, What's he like You know, Wonder where he got that from Si uh, That's his yeah. hero on it Bruni Isn't it uh-huh. yeah. I think they still that's keep crazy. in touch So yeah. I get the, I'd get the gloves and the hat and all on Under armour <laughs> The lot How was the rest of the birthday Si? We celebrated your 33rd on Monday Oh it was great Paul yeah. Fergie got his obviously I just thought it was a bottle of wine But it was actually a signed Picture of him selling it as well So <laughs> That's up on the mantelpiece yeah. just now. My missus kind of stopped looking at it, but I actually put an Instagram up the other day, right? Who looks better, me? Yeah. Or it was on my birthday, Barry Ferguson. Yeah. 73% Barry Ferguson. So you can check who. who 10 vote. years of difference. 10 years of yeah. You can check who voted me, uh-huh. who voted Ferguson. Tell my missus voted Barry Ferguson. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Wow. Terrible, wasn't it? Did, you, did you patch her Monday night? Was it. Nice no, no, romantic no. evening. Good evening. We yeah. had a wee slow dance in the uh, yeah. in the yeah. living room, so good. it was uh, it was a nice All night. All good. Yeah, yeah. All good. <laughs> Thirty-three. I know. I love that. Listen, I love, yeah. I love stories like that. Are you romantic? Very. No. No. Are you not? But, uh, listen, I like going walks and little hold hands and whatever. Yeah. I try my best, but I'm not the most romantic. I'll, I'll be Who, honest with you. Who's that with Bob? You hold hands. <laughs> 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 Craig, I couldn't cuddle Bob Couldn't get rid of him Craig you, you're laughing there In Cumbernauld The Rangers fan Good evening Craig Thanks for calling Go Radio Alright guys How are you doing Good Hi, How Craig. are you Craig Hi not too bad Not too bad um, I, I'm sort of um, I'll touch on the game The more in a, a second um, But I wanted to um, Sort of Get a guy's opinions In the Neil Doncaster's comments Um I think it was it this morning or whatever in the paper when he came out and he's saying that he can't rule out a null and void season should the league not be able to be played to a, a conclusion. Now, personally, I agree with Stephen Gerrard. It should be played out to a conclusion in the park. I see no reason why we can't do that. But in the event, for whatever reason, that the Scottish government pull the plug, I, there is no way in this earth that he can null and void a season when you've got... Rangers 21 points ahead of Celtic in the league not just Rangers but yep. other leagues sure. as well like uh, the Lone League like with Barry's team who are quite comfortably in front yep. at the top of that league as well I just wonder if the guys think that Neil Doncaster was right to say he wouldn't rule that out when I don't think anybody 
would realistically want that unless you were a team at the bottom of one of the divisions because that would mean you would stay up, of course. So, yeah, there's um, a full article to get today and Barry, you commented on it as well. And the headline, there's a good interview with Keith Jackson. Keith's asked him loads of questions, including, you know, could it be null and void? Uh, and that's what... Uh, Craig is referring to but what's it, so it, not, it can be no, 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 no nobody wants it because the member clubs will decide but because he's the chief exec as I understand it he's mm. asked can you guarantee it well he said I can't guarantee it it's the clubs but nobody wants it null and void in any division no and that's what I've said and they can't null and void it yeah. as simple as that. that that's my honest opinion um, look I, I think what is it 75 or 80% of games mm. have got to be played mm. I don't think Rangers are far away from that. They've played 23, I think. If it's 75, it's 28 games. Um, but listen, the Premier League clubs test twice a week. They're doing everything. They're in their bubbles. They're doing all the right protocols. So they've got to try their utmost to finish the league. What? And if they can't finish a league, I firmly believe Rangers should be crowned champions. So what about, what about you, Fergie? If we kind of go back, what will happen to you, your team? Honestly, don't know, Si. We, we've got to get to 16 games and we're on 13 games just now. But there's other clubs that have only played eight games mm-hmm. and nine games. Um, so I honestly don't know what's going to happen. Craig, it won't be null and void. There's nobody wants it. No, I, I understand that. But my, my concern is because obviously the team says they vote and we saw you know, the, the, the debacle that occurred when that vote happened in sort of March. Last year, you know, with the whole Dundee vote that they voted yes, then they voted no, and then all of that. And for me, I just think my biggest concern would be that the only teams that might, if it gets called, say, fine, they'll avoid it, would be the teams towards the bottom of the leagues because it would keep them up. It would keep them in their division for another season. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of teams, you know, particularly in the lower divisions, it's crucial for them financially to stay yeah. in the divisions that they're in Craig um, I think there's a, a way around about I think that this is a ideal opportunity I said that last season ideal opportunity to go and reconstruct now mm. yeah. so nobody's going to get relegated whoever's sitting at the top of the leagues are crowned champions yeah. so nobody's um, losing out That that's the way I, I can see it that's a good shout but see on these, Sorry, sorry Paul, see yeah. on these lower leagues why, why are we stopping? Exactly. They're not going to be needed for the Euros, with all respect. So I, I, I was about to say, it can continue. We know we can play football. OK, at the moment, you can't. You will be back playing football. And if we're talking about the lower league clubs and the bottom of the Premiership or the bottom of the Championship, what's the problem? They can pay on, play on into the summer and finish it because it's too important. Hearts going down. What, the third, fourth biggest club in Scotland in the second tier is not acceptable. But see, even Terry, do you know, is all your boys off their work? All their players are off their work. They've been fun. Now's the time that we can play games. Mm-hmm. Because there's if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, all they'll be doing is sit in their house, drive to their car on their own and play the games. Mm-hmm. Well, see, for your side of things, we've had five months we've been back. Now, we're part-time. We train mm-hmm. Tuesday and a Thursday, same as, as size Peterhead does. And all our guys during the day have got day jobs. Yeah. And we've had two positive cases a, a coronavirus so why is now, it stopping I, I, I know that that's what disappoints me I, I totally understand and I'll always say this health is number one I totally get it but if you're looking at our side of the game our part time side we've had only two cases I don't know how many cases you've had I think you might be similar uh-huh. but I think if you go around all these sort of clubs from championship down league one league two and into the lowland league the numbers are very very low See another thing See if we just play Tuesday, Saturday For now at the end of the season Part time you, you, you wouldn't need to train The boys could play on a Tuesday Go run themselves on a Thursday And play on a Saturday How many games you got left? I'm not too sure mate So we've got 19 games Left 
which is quite a lot. Yep. So uh, if we don't get back within this three-week suspension at the start of February, if it carries on, which I think it probably might, maybe if it goes into the start of March, we, we can't play 19 games because your, your season, your league's meant to finish the 17th of April. Right. Then we've got to go into playoffs. Whoever wins that Lowland League. So I don't know what they're going to do. It's um, the fact that they didn't tell you any either, Fergie. Well, I found out by... Uh, well, my general manager texted me at half past 11. He found on Twitter, he found out on Twitter, sorry, that the league had been suspended. No notification no. from anybody from the SPFL or SFA to tell us that we were um, suspended for three weeks, which I think is... Shocking. It yep. is, it's, it's shocking. We signed two players the day before the, the, the announcement came out. So we, there was no inclination for anyone that this was going to happen. We go and sign two boys, um, give them decent deals because we're struggling for players. Yeah. And now we can't afford their players because they've not been in, in employment long enough. So we need to pay 100% of their wages. All us that have been there all year has went down to 80% furlough. And this is all because we didn't get a, a wee bit of information for, for whoever's in charge to let us know that this was going to happen. And there's no income. There's no communication. There's no mm-hmm. See the problem yep. from the powers above? There's never any communication. Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem. There's never a reason or anything why anything's done. You just get told this is happening, get on with it. I tell you what Neil Doncaster was saying, and he was calling on the Scottish Government to hand over the emergency cash. Remember, that was promised uh, yes. way before Christmas. He said it still hasn't been paid to the Premier League clubs. So, um, And he's also questioning why, from the pot, more money was going to rugby than it is to the top flight Scottish football. So the grants have gone out to the lower league clubs, but the loans to the Premiership haven't come and you hear the way Aberdeen have been talking about how much they need money and they can't be alone it must be loads yeah, of the clubs in the Premiership it's not just Aberdeen I yep. think um, the 12 Premier League clubs mm. need the money yep. every club needs the money at this this moment in time but we'll go back away at the start of Craig's um, question yep. I can't they, they can't null and void it no. they yep. can't null and void it Craig thanks for that call do you have another question now? cheers Sorry, mate. Okay, cheers. Yeah, Kyle does. Hi, Kyle. Sorry, Paul. It's all right. No. Kyle, good evening. Hi there. How are you all doing? Yeah, good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Glad the weekend's coming up and there's at least still some football on the Championship and uh, the Premiership. Yeah, it's good. I've not cut it all off yet, I think. (laughs) Are you you a season ticket holder? Yeah, I was, but I had to give up for playing myself. All right, who do you play with? It's that local team, Busby. Oh, I've seen him. He's brilliant. What a player you are, Kyle. I've seen you. Mate. Where does he play then? <laughs> On the pitch. Wide, wide. He's a wide player, isn't you, Kyle? Uh, nah, a uh, striker. A striker. What a player. A wide striker. Kyle, <laughs> what's in your mind uh, about Rangers? Yeah, I was going to ask the, the boys about obviously the interest in Scott Wright. If uh, there's any other players they think are positions that think Rangers need strengthening or a wee bit of backup, and if there's any deadwood they should be getting rid of. Oh wow! Good question. In terms of Scott Wright, I, I've mentioned that I, I, I can see the reasons why Rangers want to sign him. Um, good player. He fits into the the way that Rangers play. In terms of other players, I mean, I, I watched the the Celtic and Hibs game the other night, and he continues to impress me every time I watch him. Nisbet yeah. I really like him yeah. I think that's again he's one of the ones that he get let go for Patrick Thistle went down to League One with Wraith Rovers similar story to Lorne Shankland um, continued to, to score goals League One Championship and he's come into the Premier League and 
I think he's been exceptional. Um, you can tell season. he's been had that journey, Fergie. By the way, he plays yeah, football. He's hungry. He's he looks hungry. hungry. He's yeah. like an old, old-fashioned centre forward. He smashes people. It's his work rate again. Is, look, I know he scored goals, and that's what number nines are always looked upon. How many goals he scored? But I look at the other side of his game. It's I thought his work rate done the night against Celtic was exceptional. Um, so mm. I wouldn't be surprised if, um, as I said, Rangers in terms of recruitment are, are on the. The button all the time. Obviously, you see what's happening with Scott Wright, and it wouldn't surprise me if the managers having a look across um, at young Kevin Nisbet. Nisbet. And who would be exiting? Do you think? I think there's a, there's a number of players. Obviously, Edmondson and um, Jordan George Jones, Jones. Obviously, with the COVID situation, they need to get out and play football. There's another one who I think's got a lot of ability, but I don't think he fits into the way Rangers plays. Greg Stewart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He maybe need to look to go and get game times. There are ages where they've got to play or they've got to have a chance of playing week in, week out. And they're the ones that I would probably say that Rangers are looking to maybe send out or in loan or, or maybe try and get a, a transfer fee in for. I think if you're going to sign for Rangers, whether you're a defender, midfielder, or attacker, you need to work hard off the ball. I think it's a yep. given. And I think that's why Scott Wright and Kevin Nisbet would be good types. When you look at Greg Stewart, I played with Greg, and what a talent he is. He's a talented lad, but what he does not have is that ability to get with the pitch off the ball. And I think if he didn't do that in this Rangers team, then you won't play. And, and we've seen that with big names as well. So Scott Wright for me is a no-brainer for Rangers. And the way the, the two games he stood out for me was Celtic and Rangers. Mm-hmm. I thought against Rangers for Aberdeen he was the best player. And I thought against Celtic, didn't realise how quick he was. Mm-hmm. You know, the ball went on over the top and wow. Right can, I, right I can heard Derek McInnes talk about him a year or so ago and um, he needed to do more and they sent him out and loan to Dundee. Mate, I watched him. I couldn't yeah. believe. I now can't yeah. believe he's playing. The and, way he and I think I think that was a wake up call for yeah. him. I think he's come back and he's thought to himself, right, I need to knuckle down here and work hard. And you can see with his performances this year for Aberdeen. He, he certainly stood out alongside Hedges and, and my nephew Lewis. And mm-hmm. as I said, I, I'm not surprised that Rangers are, are interested. And listen, it wouldn't surprise me either if a deal gets done sooner rather yeah. than later. Do you think they'd be interested in, in Lewis as well? Yeah, I can see yeah. why the bigger clubs wouldn't be. Or Celtic, at Lewis. Yeah. Celtic, maybe as well. Yeah, I might not talk to him again. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what do you think of that? Kevin Nisbet for Rangers? Uh, could you see that happening? I definitely could see it happening. I've watched him a few times this season. He looks like a brilliant player. I know Sai rates him a lot. He's always raving about him. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I, as I say, I just love his story. You know, and I think. Yeah. Young boys shouldn't get too disheartened now because you can go down the championship and, and build your way back up. So again, what we're talking about the Colts thing last week, mm. you know, Scott Wright goes to Dundee. I watched him play for Dundee against Hamilton. He got two taken off after sixty minutes, and I thought, mm. remember the boy Wright was a good yeah. player. And now look at him. But wow. as Fergie says, sometimes it might not work out when you go to loan. But what I will yep. give you is a wee kick up the backside where you think I need to go and work harder. I say that in, in Wednesday night, say in terms of similar situation. Eh? Lorne Shankland mm. um, I like seeing that Look, you're disappointed when you get let go for a Premier League team um, but you drop down a couple of divisions you go and work hard you put the work um, you put the work effort in and it might come again and that's what's, what's happened with both Lorne Shankland and um, Nisbet, Nisbet. Stangin better stead for your career as well didn't you? Yeah it's Having a wake up call as well because they go down to a level where they think do you know what I don't want to be here so they need to work even harder to try and get back up to the level that they want to be at. It's funny because when I first went to Peterhead, I had that every intention, but I just kept going, dun, 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 no. Paul, do you know what I mean? You've, <laughs> you've, goes again. you've been playing well, we heard from the manager. Kyle, nothing is going to stop you. You'll be looking forward to hopefully uh, get back into Ibrox and enjoy the, the, the last part of the season. 
I wish. I don't know about that. It'll be next season. Yeah. All right, Kyle, thanks very much for calling. The Bull Radio Football Show. It's all happening on go. And don't forget this Sunday morning, 11 till 12, it's the brand new business show here on Go Radio Hunter and Hockey. Wow. Willie Hockey. Tom Hunter, Sir Tom, and Lord Hockey. The business show that we're really looking forward to. We spoke about it the other night. <laughs> I know what he's thinking here. What's he thinking? Uh, he's, he's second, the, so I was going to say the second and the third richest men in Scotland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at him laughing. Like, count, look at him counting his money in his wallet. Look. Rob McLean's not got that much money. Come on. He's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be good though, isn't it? Is the, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be tuning in. Yep. Um, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. Yep, I'll yep. be tuning in. Yep. Um, and a lot of people go on about how rich these guys are but the amount of work they do for charity is unbelievable Jing, even like a moron like me could learn something for it huh? you're not a moron you're <laughs> what, what will it be like yeah. entrepreneur chat oh, you're an entrepreneur you're a footballer yeah. you're a dad you're a, a ra- dad, dad host. you are a, that's the biggest job you've got yeah. uh, you've also got uh, the career with the Herald and the Times so yeah you're an entrepreneur everywhere how come I'm not getting anywhere near the money there then he hates it when Where I say going wrong? the Rangers in Scotland captain yeah. <laughs> and so you're now the entrepreneur right thanks right, mate. I'll okay. go with that he's, he's <laughs> open goal podcast he's on here honestly more jobs than who uh, who can we say then I don't know Leanne but I'm, I'm worried about yeah. that jumper he's got on how big is that jumper yeah. Baggy's in just now Baggy's in oh, Ali let's on. get the picture out we will in a wee while Ali is working hard on the show tonight and she's got us on the line now I'm delighted mentioning somebody with great talent great money it's Chris Burks on the line Chris good evening what a player Hi, Hi there, guys. How are you? All right? How are you doing, Bucky? Good, mate. Yeah, good. we're good. And we're all pleased to see that, uh, you know, common sense has prevailed with the judgment and uh, you'll be able to play the game now and uh, rather than, you know, have the 40k and, and lose points. How are you feeling about it, Chris? The, the club are absolutely delighted. Yeah, I think it's, as you said there, Paul, it's common sense, isn't it? And I don't think many people have probably smiled that much in 2020 and in, in 2021, but I'm definitely having a large grin on me today after hearing that what's happened. You know, I think as you said, it's common sense, isn't it? And it, football should be done in the uh, football should be done in the football field. You know, and it shouldn't be done by deduction of points or or breaching the rules or whatever like that, uh, especially in this time. So no, delighted, absolutely delighted, and very happy to play the game. Um, it, did it affect the club? Do you feel? Yeah, so but it's funny you said that because we were sitting in a very comfortable position. We were, you know, in the top six. And then all of a sudden we got that hearing where a game would get took, took um, away from us. Uh, Motherwell would get a six point. You know, um, other teams would then gain points as well. And then we found ourselves, you know, looking at the bottom end of the table. And we struggled for form after that. Maybe because we were trying to chase the games that we were playing in. Mm. Uh, we were trying to catch points up while looking at, you know, below us and trying to catch the teams that were ahead of us. So it did, I think, psychologically, it maybe affected us a little bit. So, But, listen, we're, we're fighting now with the last three games. We've done really well. We're uh, still chasing that top six. Uh, if everything goes well and we get a great result on Saturday, then... You never know, we could find ourselves there, but we still have to respect what's behind us because this season has just been its been so inconsistent. I think the only teams that I could probably say that have been consistent in the league this year has been Rangers and probably Aberdeen, who are always there about, and they mm-hmm. battling for, for third. Um, so, no, it has been, it's been a mad, mad season, but delighted with, with the outcome at home today and 
and hopefully we get a good result on Saturday. Burkett, Sai. Si. Hi, Sai. Si, how you right? doing, mate? You all right? I just wanted to ask you back in the team. How long can you keep playing for? The reason I ask is, as soon as you retire, you're going to be taking my place on here. So I just need to know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, no. Listen, you, you, you've you done a great job there. Just, Cheers, mate. Every time I see you on that on the the pictures and the go radio. You know, Barry does overshine you with his oh, well Come done, on, Bucky, man, Bucky. Right, can we cut him off? <laughs> Cheers, Chris. Thanks for calling. Thanks. <laughs> hey, and I don't know who told you Baggy was in either. Because he's definitely not in. Um, but <laughs> right, just to answer the question, you when are you going to point to? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. It's hard to tell when you're that age, isn't it? As long as you've got the passion and you're willing to make sacrifices. I said that on the show. Um, you did, last, last week. Time I was on. Yep. Um, that, that you. There's one thing you need to have is passion, but and you go older, you do you you have to keep your mobility, and and that's why if I keep my mobility and get other people to run around for me, then then I can probably play a wee bit longer. So you're basically going to let's announce it now because look at the way he's playing, Barry. We, yeah, we should, I was should... just about to ask him, Burke. I know you're out of contract at the end of the season. How's talks going? There's, you're obviously I've seen a, an article that you you're wanting to stay at Comanlet. You've loved the the number of years you've been there. Is mm-hmm. is that what you want to do? You want to try and get something settled early and and move forward and hopefully play with Commando next season. Uh, yeah, Fergie. So I think we have we have worked with Commando. The way Commando have probably operated the last couple of seasons, and especially since I've been there, is it it's very difficult for for them to offer two or three year contracts, you know, and and to offer the one year contracts comes a little bit late on in the season just to see what Commando are in the league. Um, and making sure they're safe because obviously safety is the first priority mm-hmm. um, and as well I think this season it's very difficult with the money coming in for the football club how to offer people wages etc but I'm at the age Fergie where you know I should be last to be looked at you know I'm 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 not going to go anywhere I've always said Commander's my first option and as long as I look for the future um, get these boys tied down because we've got the likes of you know Greg Kilty who's done ever so well, he's out of contract. We've got many more. We've got, you know, uh, I think Alan Powers in his last year as well. So as for Kilmarnock, they have to look at maybe the future rather than look at like, the old guard like myself and mm-hmm. Cup Broadfoot and Gary Dicker, etc. The, the, the younger ones that are, are coming through, um, like a Stuart Finlay as well, what's going to happen to him. So, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll just sit in the back burner and see what happens. So you know, you're... I'm, I'm, You'd want to continue playing, but obviously, because I'll be honest, the games that I see you playing, mm-hmm. you look just like you were when you were at Rangers. Uh, you look fit as ever, and obviously you had that illness, I think, a few years back when you were up at Ross County, and then obviously you've, you've had a like a, a great time at Kilmarnock. Yeah. So you've got to try and play. I mean, you look fit as a fiddle, as I said, and you've got to try and play as long as possible. Yeah, I know, I know. You could have probably played longer yourself, you know what I mean? Okay, have you got um, but, a Fergie story? How was he when you were younger? No, he'll just say I'm well, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> he moaned. He moaned constantly. But hey, do you know one thing is, right? It's probably, again, for Fergie, is that the demands you have to put on yourself each day. You know, when you play with Angels, you see the demands in training. You have to expect to be the best trainer every day. And when Fergie trained, he was the best trainer every day. And that's what probably it's helped me in my career. Because when I went down south and I trained every day, I trained to the maximum. Um, and every player now has to train to the maximum to get the best out of yourself and that's probably one thing that Barry set the tone of at Rangers and when you go to these clubs like Rangers and Celtic that's what they do every player wants to be the best player because if you don't play well if you don't train well 
the guy who's in the same position as you just takes it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, he's, he's, that's probably one thing that I've took from Barry in his, uh, his career. What about when he was saying he's the best trainer, he, Barry was nodding his head in agreement? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but but that, that's the reason... Pink. That, that's the reason why Burkey's still playing yeah. at the levels. And the, because the of you. No, <laughs> no, but the way he trains, mm. his attitude yeah. is, is spot on. Mm. And you get that as you, you go on. See, when you're younger, you just take things for granted. Mm. Um, but as you yeah, get older, yeah. you want to try and play as, as long as possible. And looking at games that I watch come on, and he looks if he can go on another few years at least. Is that Cy Ferry telling you? It's Barry Ferguson telling you. You're so um, self-deprecating, Chris. You've been one of the best players. Remember earlier this season, people were talking about him for the Scotland squad. Now right, we know that's camp, that's camp, no, but, but they were. I'm always joking. Let's, <laughs> let's do the deal. <laughs> Billy Bowie will be listening, and his people will be Alex Dyer. You should sign. But, him. Uh, listen, I'm sure the Kilmarnock fans are watching that, and I'm sure, sure. the manager, yeah. Alex Dyer, will be desperate to to tie him up because. I mean, uh, you look at Kilmarnock as a team, they're, they're a good team, Kilmarnock, yeah. and the good thing about them, they've got young players, but they've also got good experienced players, they've got big brothers there, they've got Burkey, they've got Dicker yep. and Power in the middle of the park, so uh, they need to keep that, that group of players. He might have been a great trainer, but I'll tell you what he did love, a Carbon Tuesday. A Carbon <laughs> Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, he loved. that was back in the day, wasn't it? I Too was just a young guy, I'd always see him and Stevie Smith. Then the rounds in Cardiff. Oh, they were glued at the hips. Oh, they loved it, yeah. honestly. Really? <laughs> we had the same haircut as well. <laughs> uh, it was a shocker. Yeah, um, the only thing I'm looking forward to, I hope they get this Scottish Cup back up and running because I'm sure I think you've got a chance of playing Peter Head. Oh, so we do. Oh, yeah. We've got Killy. Yep. Is it up at us? Well, you think you need to win the, first, the next round first? Oh, so we do. We need uh-huh. to beat Stenny and then I'm coming for you, Burkey boy. Uh, do you think you beat Stenny? <laughs> what do you think? Stenny is good. You should. You should do, but the league Division, above. And, yeah. But we've got a home tie. We're yep. usually quite strong at home. But Stenny mm. are a good team. Uh-huh. I've looked at Stenny. We watched them a bit before we played them and they've got good players, so it'll be a tough game. But and what an incentive to go and play Kilmarnock in the next one. Yeah, we're, it's up at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, you'll be back up there. Yeah, I know. It's a hard It's a long journey if they get through, don't they? So. Um, but hey, no, I'll be looking forward to that. We can maybe swap shirts at the end of the game, eh? Oh, perfect, Burkey. What a man. Chris, I don't know if yours would fit mine, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Love it. That's the first person that's gave me a bit on here. I like Burkey. Like yeah. yeah. Well, he does look after himself. Uh-huh. You don't. <laughs> Greg, Greg Kilty. He'll be telling me, me baggies in. <laughs> Honestly, Burkey, I know you like yeah. your gear. You should see. What, I, I'll actually take a photo in the last one. I'm going to put yeah. it on socials. Listen, Paul, see if Gucci yeah. and Prada keep sending us it. I need to wear it. Oh, I mean, but... <laughs> <laughs> who, man? I told you. He's only jealous. Yeah, Chris, who do you fancy down south this weekend then? Uh, Liverpool, Man United. Man United, oh. top of the table. You'll be watching Sunday afternoon. What do you think? I hope, I hope I'll be allowed to watch it Sunday afternoon and also be apart with my kids. But, um, no, listen, it's a difficult one, is it? I think Man you have been just so... This has been very surprising this year. You know, it's all we've gone to Solskjaer was probably tipped to get the next manager to be the sack. So yep. it's difficult, isn't it? And Liverpool have struggled as of late, defensively as well, just losing Van Dijk, etc. Mm-hmm. So it's... it's, um, it's gonna be, I'm going to just go for a, a safe draw. Oh, you're, on the, you're sitting on the fence. And uh, will you call the league now? Rangers uh, effectively have won it. Would you say Barry won't say yet until it's mathematically impossible? But uh, Rangers are not going to do anything other than win the league. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, Paul, is I'm with Barry and that. You know, I think that's just the mentality you have at Celtic Rangers when you can't take anything for granted. Yep. I know it's going to be really difficult for Celtic to catch up, especially with the games in hand, etc. I think somebody put on the socials, it was like, 
you know, I think there's 14 games left, I'm sure, and uh, Rangers would need to lose four of them, um, and Celtic would still not win the league just due to goal difference, so that puts it into perspective, doesn't it? I think Rangers, the thing is, Rangers would need to drop massively in form to, to even give Celtic a chance, and at this moment in time, I don't see that happening. Okay, what's been the difference between the two teams when you've played against them this year? I think what's happened with Rangers is they've built something over the course of three seasons and it's finally came to fruition. Um, also, I think what's happened with them this year is they just, they're more comfortable playing that extra pass. Mm-hmm. And that extra pass will then put us at a, a deeper block, you know, so then we can get out. So then the, the ball retention for them just gets recycled to them and then they start the attack yeah. again. We are, we are still in the deep block. Mm-hmm. So that's just with the one extra pass and it, they're more comfortable and assured themselves and, and they believe they even though they will score if they're like the Motherwell game I spoke about. Yep. You know, that's the sort of games that they probably drew or lost at home when they didn't score to what, the 69 for the 70, 70 off the odd minute. Yep. You know, they were getting beat 1-0. Sure. So, yeah, they were more comfortable, just more assured themselves and believed, had that self-belief, they still played the same way. Um, Good point. So, yeah, yep. that, that one extra pass has helped mm-hmm. Rangers massively for me. Chris, thanks for joining us. Good luck tomorrow at Easter Road. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Cheers Berkey. Berkey. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses, and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. A wee secret at the start of part two. It's only Barry and Paul at the moment. He's out of the room. Is he changing that top? Because Chris Burke had a go at what he's wearing. Yeah, well, I would like to think he's changing his, his top, but he asked for a photo. Yeah. To get took on his phone, and then I heard them saying to Ali, the producer, "What was it? What was the word? Put a filter. Put on a it. filter on my photo, please. <laughs> I, I'm hearing everything oh, nowadays. Yeah. I thought that was only girls that done that. Say, <laughs> Ferry's Ashton to get a filter put on a photo. So look out in our socials for the picture taken socially distanced by Ali Defoy at uh, six o'clock of the top that Sai is wearing. It's Sai Ferry, Barry Ferguson and me, Paul Cooney on Glasgow's newest station, Go Radio. We love the fact you're joining us, making the switch, joining us from five every night and more coming because we'll be on at the weekends very, very soon. Well, what a weekend coming up. There's been so much said this week. Uh, Peter Lowell made an apology <laughs> to the Celtic fans uh, for Dubai and said it was a mistake. Rangers looking to buy Scott Wright It definitely looks as though he'll be coming Is it going to be sooner rather than later? Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard who was asked today I think what we're keen to do is uh, to do everything right And be respectful to Aberdeen and Derek And also Scott as well You know, things are progressing well uh, In terms of trying to get it tied up for next season I think that's the priority. I had a conversation with Derek after our game, which I felt was the right time to do it. You know, we didn't want it to interfere with either side's preparations going into that game. You know, and if it can be done in this window, that would be a bonus and a boost to us. Having said that, we want to be respectful to the opposition and Scott himself. So 
I need to leave that now to the people that talk above me in terms of the Aberdeen board and Rangers board. If something can be done, then great. If not, the priority for me is to get it tied up for next season. Across the city, Celtic getting ready for the match tomorrow. Remember, 13 players are out because of COVID restrictions and the manager and the assistant manager. So it's Gavin Strachan who's speaking and will be in the dugout tomorrow. I think probably the frustrating thing is that uh, leading into the Hibs game, the form was, was really good. We were starting to look um, like we were clicking, we were playing exciting Football results were good. Even the performance level at Rangers were good, so that was that was frustrating. Um, it has been a challenge, you know, working with um, you know, without so many good players. But the lads um, who acquitted themselves well against Hibs and they've, they've uh, performed really well, and their attitude has been been excellent and very positive throughout the week. Obviously, it was a Zoom conference. Uh, he was also asked, so when would the 13 be back? In fact, when you include uh, the manager and the assistant, when will they be back at work? So as I understand it, uh, I think it's Monday that they're back in. I think we've got some guys are back in on Sunday and some are back in on Monday, as I understand it. Obviously, they'll be assessed in terms of their of their, their fitness because they've been off for a, a little while. But um, yeah, they should be available for selection. Sai, so they had a chance uh, Monday night. It wasn't a, a bad team they put out, but yeah. no strikers uh, and 1-1. What are you thinking for the match tomorrow with Livy? Yeah, you would worry because Livingston are on a, on a great run of results. What Livingston are, are well set up. And if you think it's going to be Mikey Johnson, who for me is never a striker, he's a wide player, and young Cameron Harper, you think that Livy, with it, the organisation they've got, should deal with it. Uh, and what Livingston are also good at is, is set pieces. And Celtic are very bad at defending them. So I think I think Celtic will dominate the ball. But again, they have done most of this games, uh, most of the games this season. There's no many they've been outplayed, but. These same mistakes keep happening, whereas the ball, every time the ball goes in the box, it looks like they concede. And Livingston will know that. David Martindale have a plan to go to Celtic Park, frustrate them, try and play for set pieces, play for balls over the top. Um, so it'll be a tough one for Celtic. It's not a team you want to play. Livingston will never have a better chance yeah. um, to get a, a result at Celtic Park. I, I, I would hazard a guess it's going to be roughly the same starting 11. I think Beaton's maybe back from suspension. I think he'd maybe come in But what a chance for Livingston And look, Livingston have got to go there with confidence The way they've been playing Si yeah. I mean what a run they've been on under David Martindale And I'm delighted as I, I said on Wednesday night The guy deserves the opportunity What he's done in the past Everybody deserves yep. a second chance And what he's done since he's took over at Livingston Has been nothing short of unbelievable Here's yep. Kieran, a Celtic fan on the line Hi Kieran. How are we doing guys? Yeah good thanks How are you feeling about this match tomorrow? Uh, aye, pretty nervous, don't know what you're going to expect um, That's the way the kind of season's going to end So I'm not really confident to be honest But um, if we get a draw, if we get a win You just don't know what's going to happen Celtic's got to turn up mm-hmm. Were you surprised you didn't take all the points uh, against Hibs? Not really to be honest um, As soon as Laxalt um, took the boy down and I kind of had a feeling it was going again It was just... I don't know why I had to take him down. The boy wasn't going anywhere. Um, but as soon as he got the free kick, you just had that feeling that they were going to score. It's been the same all season, really. Mm-hmm. It must be so frustrating for a manager. For, see, mm-hmm. if you get beat by a team outplaying you, then you can hold your hands up. But the fact that they've not really been outplayed this year, but they're losing points with the same thing over and over, either a ball over the top, down the side, or a set piece. It must be frustrating. There, he's no, There's no need for him to make that foul. And then when the, the free kick comes in, there's three separate occasions where they can clear it and, and they don't do it. But that's been Celtic's Achilles heel. Has he seen that free kick, pieces. right? See where that free kick's given away? Mm-hmm. Should Duffy not be 
it's, it's only going to the back post They're yep. putting that in the back post Should Duffy not be at the back post Trying to win the first header That's what That's what amazes me Yeah but And I would Look I think Every Celtic fan will agree with me here I think that has been the problem This season set pieces So I would imagine There's so much work going on In the training field To eradicate all this all That's all mistakes. you'd be doing wouldn't yep. I, I would be spending those sessions On making sure I'm, I'm defending properly For set pieces And Look I've said it in the past Si See Celtic going forward They've always looked dangerous to me. Mm-hmm. It's when people are, are um, I've got free kicks or, or corner kicks against them. They look vulnerable every single time. But it's the lack of a top class goalkeeper as well. Yeah. The fact that three mm-hmm. guys end up on a goal line tells me that they're not confident that the goalie's going to come out and catch the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's three boys on, on the goal line. So they've had a major. A major. Um, I don't know how you feel, Sai. See, no getting Six that goal box. Yeah. I, I think a goalkeeper. That's his area. Yeah. He's got to come. Kieran, what are your thoughts? I know you want to talk about maybe some signings and uh, about the manager. I no, I just wanted to speak um, just a wee bit the man, about the manager. Um, obviously, all season it's, it's it's not just been done to him. I think the board have got to take a lot of responsibility um, for the decisions that have been made. Um, but looking looking forward to next season, which is I, I think we need to do that. But now um, the season is gone, so as well, just looking forward. Um, I, I really hope that they're looking at bringing in somebody in the next couple of weeks or months. Um, I think they need to be doing that now to plan for next season to give a guy a chance to um, build for next season maybe look at players he wants to keep etc I know there's there's this whole thing where if the manager comes in he's the guy that's lost the 10 but the damage is done yeah. now so I don't see him the, any Celtic fans turning and saying oh he's lost the league I don't see that happening um, I don't know the guys think who, who Celtic would look at or who they would bring in um, I was on about the start of December here and I was speaking a wee bit about Eddie Howe mm-hmm. and I say he's a wee bit convinced because he's maybe not been at a big club and things like that but watched a wee bit on Monday Night Football about a month ago and he came across quite well uh, and he spoke quite well it might be something Celtic look at him don't the guys think who Celtic might go for In terms of Eddie Howe there's no doubt I mean I watched the the time he was on Monday Night yeah. Football um, just what, mm-hmm. what Kieran's mentioning there and I was really impressed and I, I've seen him when I was doing my licence I watched him do something on his pro licence and he's definitely a, a top coach and he's managed at the highest level mm-hmm. in England and he kept Bournemouth in the Premier League and uh, look I can see maybe why Celtic may be looking at him but the, the most important thing for Celtic is they need to make a decision now because mm-hmm. they need to build for the future that's a full rebuild at Celtic the amount of players that are out in, uh, in and loan um, there's players that are obviously not want to be there and will need to be sold off so the opportunity mm-hmm. now is whether if they're going to keep Neil Lennon they need to tell him now if they're going to bring somebody else I believe that they've got to bring them in pretty soon Yeah, see I I get this Eddie Howe thing a lot for people right because he spoke, speaks well and see he's sitting on a Monday night football and using big words that doesn't impress me mm-hmm. his Bournemouth team conceded the most goals in the Premier League last year I watched these teams They couldn't defend set pieces So yeah It's great sitting there On a, on a studio uh, and, and putting your philosophy And that across But the facts speak for themselves Bournemouth team got relegated Good point Yep So And, so, and, and I hear Jack Ross as well For me I think you need to Win someone to go Go and be the Celtic manager So I think You yep. look And you see who would Maybe take the job And in that time obviously Players you, are the you, same as managers I've seen plenty of players I can only speak for the Rangers side mm. I've seen plenty of players Come in and shocked at the demands and expectations put on you mm-hmm. as a player and it's the same as a manager and it's the same at Celtic Celtic are Celtic fans demand them to win trophies 24-7 it, doesn't it? Uh, 24-7 yeah. yep 100% and the next Celtic manager 
we'll need to handle that. It's look, it's okay when you're at clubs down south, and if you draw a game, it's fine. See if you draw a, a game at Old Fern, it's not good enough. No. If you lose a game, it's an absolute disaster. Yeah. You've got to win. Who do you think would be the next Celtic manager then? Whenever it is, probably sooner rather than later. And remember, there's only uh, two teams in this town really. Uh, and it's Stephen Gerrard in charge at Rangers. It needs to be someday a marquee signing, doesn't it? So I like it. It's not a marquee signing, but I've spoke to him about football. And I think Michael O'Neill's excellent. Michael O'Neill, who was a Northern Ireland manager, great played, reputation. Played in big tournaments. He's been to big tournaments with teams. He's got them. I think it was quarterfinals to the Euros. Yep. Went in at Stoke. They looked like they were relegated. Kept him up. I think they're close to getting in the playoffs now. Um, but that's the thing, Paul. There's no an outstanding candidate yeah. there. So it's tough to sit here and say, who can you go and get? Because no one's no one's jumping yep. out of you, is it? Kieran, you must feel for a, a bit yep. for Neil Lennon. Of course, he, he yeah. must be caught between what's happening here. That this is January. I want to maybe bring in a player or two to, to kick his on a bit, and he obviously want to plan for next season as well. So yep. he needs to know. For, he, I think he, I think Neil Lennon deserves the respect mm-hmm. to be told what way yep. Celtic are going. Do you think that's why they've not brought anyone in so far, Fergie. That's. What, I don't know. What, what, I'm 18 sur- days into what is it? What's the day? But, 15 days into January. Yep. You, you know, say si, January's a horrible window. It's, it's a nightmare. The, the players that you're going for predominantly are, have not been playing. They're, they're out the picture at, at other clubs. Um, so it's it's a, always a hard window. But I just think Neil Lennon as a man and what he's done for a club over the years as a player and a manager yep. deserves the respect to be told whether he's the one to carry them on or not. Kieran, what do you think of that? It is difficult. We spoke about it last mm. night with Davy Proven uh, and with Richard Foster. He's, he's a club legend. Uh, he's won so much as a player and a manager. He's won treble as a player and as a manager and we know that. Mm. Kieran, how do you feel about it? What about Michael O'Neill as a suggestion? I know, I see what Sai's saying. Michael O'Neill, he is a good manager um, and I'm not saying it needs to be Eddie Howe but I'm, and yep, sure. I'm, just, I'm just saying that he's maybe somebody out there that's really what that might that maybe would come in Improve us. I don't know. I know he's not got a great defensive record. And, and listen, I love Lenny as well. I've, yep. I love him as a player, and I've loved him as a manager. And I agree with you. He needs the respect. But the problem is, the board have says um, they're going to review things in January. There's nothing come out. There's nothing come out about Lenny. They said that in December, and there's no clarity for the fans what's happening. Um, with the manager, I take it they're obviously backing him. But the other thing about Eddie, how sorry, Fergie, is you've spoke about how important it is it's like an Rangers recruitment. Mm. His recruitment at Bournemouth wasn't great. I think he's saying about five boys for Liverpool that never done it. Yeah. So that that again, come, you look at if you're, if you're the Celtic board, you need to look at these things. Mm-hmm. You know, his team got relegated. His recruitment wasn't great. Whether he was picking the players or no, we don't know. But these are the sort of things that would go against yeah. Eddie Howe for me. And just what Kieran's saying, that, that's a frustration. The Celtic fans don't know who's taking the, cro- uh, the club forward. Yeah. They've released a month or so ago that they were going to review it in January. You're halfway through January. Celtic fans want to know what's happening with their club. And the manager needs to have full control. It needs to be back 100%. to the days of Martin O'Neill who came in and changed it and then Brendan Rodgers did. And we're not sure that Neil Lennon has had that opportunity. See, I may be wrong, mm. but... See, the thing is, you can have a sporting director or whatever yeah. chief scout to go and scout players. Who's uh, the boss? The, the manager yeah. decides who brings players in. Because the buck stops with the manager. Yeah, but the th- I've said it before, the fact that El Yunusi, who never really played the second half of the season... Went to a three yep. five two. He was the first sign, and that 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 was starting. That that was when I thought that doesn't seem to right. The fact that David Marshall, who Lenny obviously knows and played with, mm. he, that he wasn't brought in again. Yeah. But then you, you see the other night, Lenny's in the boys' ears, so would make you think that he does have a, a massive say. You know, you know the fact that the AirPods went in the boys' ear, and yeah, and Lenny was the last yeah. one to speak yeah. to him. Yeah. Yep. So it must be his voice. It's 
I never doubted that, that Neil Lennon was the manager and making the decisions in terms of what team he was playing. No. He's that type of character. Kieran. Yes. What about players? Is there anyone that, that you would like to see? Obviously, the defence is a is a problem. Uh, Julian's out for a while. Uh, Shane Duffy it was back. He was uh, back from the uh, the bubble and back to London last week. Here is Gavin Strachan today speaking about the on loan Brighton defender. He he just came in on the on the, the the day of the game, so he didn't have that much time to prepare. Really, as I said, it was on the on the back of negative tests. Um, so he it was it was personal reasons, and he and he joined us on the back of that medical side of it isn't really my thing but I was just told that on the back of the 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 two negative tests that he had he was he was free to come back into it I think the bit that, that and again that is obviously a concern but also you know just these we had to assess him whether he was he was right fitness wise to play but he he, he 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 performed quite well doesn't tell us that much they're on the back foot aren't they Si you know I, do, I do feel for yeah. Duffy because when he first came in that was a sign that immediately good mm-hmm. to fit into the system that certainly played a three at the back with Julian and I are pace next to him he's a Simonovic type that goes and heads the ball he played in three at Brighton but what went against Shane Duffy is that very quickly it changed to a two where he didn't have sorrow in front of him and it exposed big gaps and, and that's and after that his confidence just went so it didn't then matter if he was playing in a two or a three so I do feel for Shane Duffy because I think when he first came in Fred, uh, he'd done alright uh, in a three Say, si, see when it was in the press that Celtic were in talks and wanted to bring him I think if you asked any Celtic supporter or or, or MD in the media, everybody would have agreed that that's a good signing. Now, it's not worked out for him for various reasons, maybe he struggled with the pace of the game, but you don't become a bad player, and I said this a few months ago, you don't become a bad player overnight, Um, but maybe he's just a bit shocked, as again, I'll go back to the word, the demands that are put on you as an all-fun player. But I thought he'd done all right in general play the other night. Yeah. But, but, but the fact was, you watch Sorrow, and when there is gaps, he's in there straight away when he wins the ball back. So that helps a guy like Shane Duffy. Mm-hmm. See what you said, Fergie? See when he's came here, and he's obviously thought it's going to be brilliant as he's bought. But see when, like you said before, when you have that loss of form, it hits you even harder because it's the, the team you support. Do you think that's affected them? Yep, a possibility. Yep, because you'll have people in your, your ear. group chat, yep. your pals, you know what I mean? It's yep, the worst. Yep, because your, your mates are, are, are Celtic fans and maybe. That's that. That's a bit that's maybe got to him, because um, you, you do feel for fellow professionals. We've all been through it. Yeah. Say, I've been through it. You've been through it as a player well, when, you're through through it. It. when you're going through it. When you're going through a difficult period, it's not easy. Listen, you captain Scotland many times. He's captain of Ireland. You don't get to that position without having great qualities. No, he's yep. he's definitely got the qualities. There's no doubt. He's just maybe struggled to adapt to to Scottish football. And I'll go back to it, Paul. I've seen it with a number of players that have come through the front doors at, at Ibrooks when I was there. You're thinking, what a signing. Mm-hmm. He's came for a big club. He's came for a big league. And he struggled to adapt. Kieran, what's going to happen tomorrow? What's your prediction? The match at home against Livingston? Um, as I say, it's like a show. It's, you don't see it's got to turn up. So I want to say I'm uh, massively confident. But uh, hopefully we'll get the win. Can I, can I just ask si Barry something um, about kind of players... No coming in actually wanting away so see with regards to I'm not just going to single out but see with regards to Edward everybody said he's maybe not a great season yep. went away with France um, looked better with France mm-hmm. maybe other guys went away see if you see if you're there and you're in that squad does that happen where certain guys the standards just drop with them in training and maybe in games and you know they're wanting away and what's other guys saying I'm not like you name names but is it just saying like you know is there arguments happening saying like you know get your finger out and things like that does that happen Kieran hold on we're back after this The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go
So just before the news, Kieran was on the line and Sai was asking um, what effect it's had the players who reportedly at the start of the season were sort of disaffected and maybe didn't want to be in Glasgow anymore at Celtic. Yeah, well, we never found out who they were, but I've been in a situation, uh, Charlie Austin was at Swindon when he was getting big bids for the Premier League and he was desperate to go. And Charlie would probably tell you himself that he did kind of drop the standards and that guys like Jonathan Douglas, the older guys in the dressing room, they were quick to pull him up and there was fights, there was people flinging each other about but I don't think that happens in, in, in this day and age Fergie do you? Uh, well I, I tell you what speculation does affect a player there's no doubt about it but see when the window closes you've got to then refocus yeah. and think well do you know what I need to get my form back if I want to get a move I need to be back to the levels that people were um, showing real interest in me um, so in terms of Edward I don't think Edward's been as people it's been as sorry bad as as people's made out I think there's been a real difference in Edward since Lee Griffiths yeah. has come into the team um, you, you've seen that with the Hamilton Aki's game with the, the back heel to him and obviously I thought two of them played really well against um, Celtic but in terms of a player there's no doubt it affects you I've had it myself um, but if a move doesn't happen then you've got to obviously as I said refocus and and um, get your head down and work even harder if you want to try and get that move again Did anyone at Rangers do it? Well you were captain of it? Aye, there was a few, but listen, they're disappointed and you've got to understand that um, maybe it's a chance, a, a great chance for them to go to a better league, but sometimes clubs can't agree and that's just part and parcel of football. And you've got to obviously put your arm round about them and, and say, listen, now you've got another three or four months to go and um, prove that you can get that move again. But it's all down to performances on a Saturday side. Yeah. It's how you perform on a Saturday or a Tuesday whenever your team's playing. So I can understand when, when players are, are maybe let down but they, they can't spit the dummy out. So much on the go tonight. Tony Fitzpatrick's going to join us shortly. And we'll hear more from Stephen Gerrard shortly. He'll be talking about Stephen Davis who's about to play his 300th match for Rangers. Yeah, different class. Um, I was lucky enough, I've said previously, yeah. that he, he played with him. Um, great player, went down to the, the Premier League in, uh, at Southampton and uh, again, whenever... Um, Southampton were playing I was keen to watch to see how he was doing and he was one of their top performers and, and what a piece of business for Stephen Gerrard getting him in a free transfer and a lot of people maybe have thought his legs have went or whatever but some of his performances this season have been have been top class and he's a, a big big player for Rangers and I wouldn't be surprised Paul if they, they try and, yep, if they try and extend it for another season Is he fit for you? Is he a fit guy? He was always one of the fittest Was he? Always one of the fittest at the club. Yeah. If he, if I'm a young kid at Rangers, he's the guy I'm looking at. That's how a top midfielder plays. I, I think now midfielders playing centrally want to play safe all the time. They want to pass the ball backwards and sideways. Davis does that when he needs to. But as soon as he's got time and space and he can and look play that forward pass, it's a great passer. Uh, you no, know I love about him. He'll go. He'll get the ball off the centre backs or the full back, and if he misplaces it, it won't bother him. Go and again. Really? Give me the yep. ball again. Mm -hmm. And that that for me. Um, Makes makes, makes you a top a top player. A, a good player will no do that. He'll go and hide for five minutes. Stephen Davis will always be make himself a bit available to take the ball and and make that pass. News coming in tonight. Uh, Maurizio Pochettino, now the PSG manager, as we know, he's tested positive for COVID, and we heard it was Andy Murray the other day, uh, and now it's uh, Pochettino. Can it affect anyone, it does, doesn't it? They've not been away anywhere, have they? So anyone can, anyone can get it. You know, it's just the world that we're living in just now. It's uh, horrible times. I can't yeah, wait for it to be done. It's yep. rife, and, mm -hmm. it, and I, I think I heard the day, or I read the day, that there's a new strain as well. When, when's this? Going to stop. It's it's tough times uh -huh. for people. Even with the ice and all, you can't get. I can't get out running. It's it does affect you. Yep. You're stuck for in sure. that house and yep. 
You're desperate to see yeah. the boys get a laugh and just worry, well, I just worry about um, people's mental health, mm-hmm. how they're how they're managing to, to keep that self in a good place. Well, you you guys help us to in football. Surely it will yeah, keep going. It, it's a shame that the lower leagues are not playing and the women's football. Um, you know we we question it, but. Let's hope it can start again in February. I hear what you say, Barry, but I'd encourage them if they can. Let's get back. You've had two instances at Peterhead, only two, two people, and you've got you know players who've got wives, families, kids, and all the rest of it. Uh, and Barry, you've had how many cases? Two cases. How many games have been cancelled in the lower league because of it? But I think Clyde well, have maybe had a couple. Very mm. few though. Yeah. I mean, and look in England, there have been more cases there, uh, and the, the games go on. They've, I know they've got bigger squads or whatever, but we've got time. We can. They, you know, I hope so. I, I'm. I'm desperate for yeah. it because as I said it's it's affecting yep. I'm not just talking about my club but all lower league clubs it's affecting uh, their boys as as Sai says a lot of them yep. are furloughed through their normal work yep. so they're not working during the day and, and their bit of just to get away from things was, was training on a Tuesday and a Thursday night then get and then obviously sorry having the game on a, a Saturday but am I right in saying that there's been more games called off in the SPL than there has in the lower leagues I'd have to check. I think probably yeah, close. Yeah, You're probably right. You think yeah. the start of the season with Hibs mm. and St. Mirren and But some of these games are back on now, so that's maybe, you know, if we take those three games that we're talking about uh, tonight. But Sai you're right. I think the point is they were being, uh, you know, warned that we can't have so many activities just now. There is the lockdown and the money is generated in the Premiership <laughs> and the Championship. But I take your point. But Paul, see, see if that's the case. Why is I'm not talking about Celtic here. Yep. Just people in general. Why are they allowed to leave the country and go to Dubai and come back, but we kind of play lower league football on a Saturday? It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't. I think we're going to hear from Tony Fitzpatrick in a second or two. Uh, will we speak about his match then? Just before we go to Tony uh, St. Johnson against St. Mirren tomorrow. That's a good game, Barry, isn't it? At Perth. It sure is. Um, and look, St. Mirren are a, a team that I've. Um, I wasn't too sure at the start of the season how they would. Um, how they would go maybe fighting relegation but I'll be honest with you every time I've, I've watched it man, over the last month or so I've been really impressed with them and I've been really impressed with the the squad that, that, that Jim's building there and I'll tell you something he started he, he made them hard to score against but they play some decent stuff Sitman yeah I like them as we say very experienced at the back hard to break down and then they've got legs in midfield I, lo- I love the midfield three I think they're really good and then you've got Conley, Wide, McGrath as well so. and they've signed Brophy who I, I think's a, a the great last, last piece, yep. mate. he's one of the players that um, when he was at Kilmarnock I always thought you wanted to see more from him so mm-hmm. I can understand why St Man have went to get him he's a, he's a great signing for St Man but the team mirrors Jim Goodwin as, as a player and as a guy full of energy mm-hmm. know-how experience so only good things for St Man let's speak to the chief executive then he was some player in his day Scotland international brilliant player and uh, Tony you predicted as we know at the start of the season it could be top six and it could well be and especially <laughs> with the news today Tony good evening we said the exact same thing by the way Tony <laughs> I, I thought you were crazy <laughs> no you yeah, as I said, I've, I've always said um, St Mirren has got the potential to be a top six club and uh, no disrespect to other clubs who have done it in the past, but when you look at clubs like Ross County, uh, even Livingston have shown the way the way they are. Um, Partick Thistle no long ago was in the top six, finishes the top six. So why not St Mirren? No, I, I don't see the big thing. People keep laughing if, if I'm speaking stupidly about it, but I think St Mirren People don't realise the potential it's in them. It's a massive club. So, Tony, what about today's decision then? It's a victory, partial victory, but the main thing is you've got these two games back on. Yeah, I think what you've said there is right. It's a victory for common sense. I mean, it's um, 
but it's a fantastic day for St Mum Football Club Kilmarnock. But I think for Scottish football in general, all the clubs, um, you know, to blame and punish people to the severity of what happened to both ourselves and Kilmarnock, um, it's no one. I mean, that's it, no nobody can control this pandemic, this virus, uh, even up to the present day. So to be excessive, to try and take points off the people and large sums of money. Um, and as I say, for our supporters uh, and commander as well, but I'm speaking for some here, yeah. no, we had to stand up uh, and fight for the supporters. So Tony, have you paid? You have to pay the fine 10,000 and there's another 10,000 suspended, which hopefully will not be exacted. So do you have to pay 10,000? Yeah, that will be the... The punishment, I call it, yeah, we've got yep. to pay £10,000, which is, even for me, I know a personal decision, a personal opinion, sorry, I still think success of in these times uh, when, let's be honest, I keep going back to football. No, it, we're the only industry that now it tests twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, no, paramedics, NHS staff, don't get test, some don't get tested, some get tested once. So we're putting everything in place possible. No, nobody can control this virus. No, so we've done everything possible to, to support our players, our staff, anybody that's going to be around the ground or the training. We've done everything possible. And to get that punishment at that time, I thought was really excessive. But Tony, you are paying it. Um, what did you do wrong? Well, that's a good question. Um, there's protocols, there's guidance put in place. What it, we got accused of was uh, social distancing, uh, the bus journey to Queen of the South, and a pre-match meal. That was the main. Uh, that was what we sort of get pulled up about. Now, as I say, what happened with that is we I mean to to get punished like that and okay two games were cancelled we did our best to get the games on we tried everything possible to get the games on but sadly in the Saturday um, public health got in touch with us and said look there's no there's other boys got the COVID so the games were postponed from that but and saying that, is that enough to take three points off you because you can't fulfil that picture through a real bad no. illness? No. Yep. So would you do the same? There was a few games off last week mm-hmm. through the weather. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what do you do? Where do you stop? Mm-hmm. And last question for me, Tony. What about the money from the government, the loan from the government? I believe it hasn't been paid yet. Is that coming soon? Are you? Is it a negotiation yeah, over the terms think- of the loan or...? What do you feel about no, that? We, no, we don't know yet. As I say, that that's something down the line. And, and again, a personal point of view, I think it's very sad when they... I'm glad to see money coming back into football, but when you think of... And this is what I think. Who makes these decisions in terms of what money should be paid out? No, when you look at the championship clubs, and I'm delighted they are getting help because every club, I don't care if it's Celtic Rangers, no... First division, second division, whatever. Everybody needs help through this pandemic now. So, as I say, for that, for the Premier League to be offered loans and the Championship to get five hundred thousand pound each, 
and you get a club like Patrick Thistle who are full time getting 125,000. That just mm. says to me, whoever is, and it must be the government, whoever's putting this money out, don't, doesn't know about football. And to give rugby £15 million grants, no, I start to look at it and I think, and, I've, and I keep saying this, I'm a great uh, lover of Nicola Sturgeon, which she's trying to do for the country and stuff, but I really get disturbed when I, I hear her talking about Scottish football and how privileged we are mm-hmm. to be playing football. But we pay for that privilege. Yep. And we pay heavily for that privilege. So I think that's important as well to get across. But to make decisions, to make... We're, we're a very proud club in terms of... We're one of, one of the only clubs, I would say, who haven't got debt. So yep. all of a sudden, we have not to go and get a loan over over a million pound or whatever it's going to be mm-hmm. to put us in debt. And that's tough when other clubs, you know, just one run down, big clubs like Hearts can get half a million of a grant. Yeah. That's right, isn't it? doesn't make sense. Indeed. Yeah. Huh? Tony, can Listen. you give us, let's get some hope for people though, because Dave Cormack's come out, the clubs haven't said that much. Is the future of St Mirren okay though? Are you going to be all right? Or when yeah. is the point where yeah. you need more You need more revenue? Listen, we all need it. It's not about, yeah, you're yeah. right. I mean, we've, we've sort of, uh, Luckily, like most clubs, we're in ourselves very lean and everything, so we've managed to cope so far. But you're right, this is going to put a lot of clubs in danger, only for our football supporters. And I know I keep going on about them, and I'll never stop talking about them. We've got over 3,500 season ticket holders who have not been able to get in to watch a game. And they've, that's the money what us as a football club are living off it. This is what I'm saying is, for government, for everybody, football just doesn't need fans back in. It needs both. It needs fans, but it does need money as well to survive. True. And I think we don't put our case across strong enough how much football does for communities. Tony, it's the people's game. Barry Ferguson. Yeah, Tony, I just want to ask you a quick question. I know money's money's tight, not just at Mern, but most other clubs I, I see you obviously signed Eamon Brophy this this um, window great signing for me if a player becomes available will you try and back the manager? Yeah and I think we've done that Barry if you look yep. at the number of signings Jim's get in and I think you're right now and Eamon Brophy's going to be a top player there's yep. no doubt about that I mean he was playing for Scotland last year uh, and it's a fantastic when, and I heard he's at the beginning Jim Goodwin is building a fantastic and it's a young side if you look mm. at the, the young players that's in that team exciting uh, players and uh, we we started the season relatively well and then COVID hit in so this is the team getting back into strength now and, and Jim as I say he's, he's recognised uh, you know, giving young players a chance as well I, I know he's mentioned there the young kids in midfield the four young kids in midfield there who are tremendous Young players, so yep. Barry, yep. Tony, just uh, just another thing in terms of like, uh, the start of the season. I know you'd mentioned top six. I, I quite like that sort of attitude, and I was maybe thinking they might struggle. But I'll be honest with you. See, every time I've watched St. Mun playing, certainly the last few games against Rangers, I've been really impressed. How are you impressed with the team? Very impressed, Barry. As I say, and I do see that, but you. No, yourself and Si, you've been footballers, but we are dreamers, yeah. But 
we're not just dreamers. We we go into action to to make the dreams come true. Now, what's wrong with me at St Mung believing that we could be a top six team? We've got the infrastructure there. You've just mentioned the team there. We've got a fantastic uh, manager. We've got a great young team. We're playing some great football. And no disrespect, as I say, look, Ross County's ended up in the top six before. Livingston are in there. Fantastic. Remember, we won the championship. Livingston were runner-up to us. And look how far they've came. It's been unbelievable to watch their progress. Fantastic club. Um, So when I say St. Mung should be in the top six, or potentially in the top six, I'm no saying that stupidly. I believe that. And there's nothing up with that. I quite like that. That's you. That's you. Get, that's you get a wee bit uh, ambition, Tony. Before you go, because we have to take a break, I'm going to ask them their predictions for tomorrow. So stay on. So Barry, what about tomorrow? St Mirren playing at St Johnson. Well, we need to go you... for St Marcus Tony's. No, you don't have no, to. No, no, <laughs> listen, uh, it's got. It's always a tough place to go, McDermott Park. But look, the way as I said before, I've been really yeah. impressed. When I've watched St Mirren, so it wouldn't surprise me if they got up there and get the three points. Sai. Yeah, I'm going St Johnson. You're going to no, I'm kidding. I'm going to go. I'm going to go a draw. I think. Um, yeah. yeah. I think Callum okay. Davidson's done well. I think they've had a wee bit a bad run, but I think they'll cancel each other out. Tony, thanks very much for joining us. Great to hear you. Real pleasure. Thanks. Cheers. Thank Top you. Man, Tony. Thank you. The Bull Radio Football Show. Stevie Lennon coming up later tonight. Looking forward to that. Cyber, you always love that at seven. Yeah, I've had some amazing nights under Stevie's stewardship in the Mega Bar, but I'm just surprised there that the traffic's slow on Crow Road. It's usually flying in it. Oh, very good. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> right, can I just come back to yeah. one? But obviously, <laughs> yeah. his pictures went on to social yeah. media. I'm not on social media, right? And is it a guy? I don't even know. It said, I thought it would be over his hands and knees. Yeah. Well, he's rolled. <laughs> The arms up five or six times. That's why it's no over his hands. <laughs> this is his new top that uh, yeah, Chris Shocker of Kilmarnock said uh, it's too baggy. You yeah. know what? I'm disappointed. Uh, I'm looking heavy on that picture. Yeah. Oh no, not uh, at all. Yeah. Yeah, I've not seen the picture. I might go a ten k the night. Ten k the night. I think after seeing that picture, mm. run it, up the road. It's the double act. Ferry and Ferguson, the oh, Ant and Deck of Radio. It just flows Quite that right way right. at the moment. <laughs> what do you want me to do? The former Rangers and Scotland captain and uh, <laughs> and now the entrepreneur, Simon Ferry, with us. Now, we're excited, aren't we, for Sunday morning, the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey launching at 11am. So, Tom Hunter. Because we want it to be by business, for business, to be supportive, to be informative, and hopefully, with Willie on board, to give people a wee laugh. This show excites me because I think it's something that's been needed for a long, long time. And again, we'll start off local in Glasgow and the west of Scotland, but hopefully that we can then spread that to the rest of Scotland. We're home to put together a panel of people who just want to see Scotland prosper. The board that money couldn't buy is absolutely brilliant news. Can I ask We're you so a question, Paul? Yeah. Did, did they come for nothing there too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Huh? They have indeed. Well, is it true about yeah. Sir Tom yeah. Hunter? Um, going to the Barrowlands and selling ah, out did, the back yeah. of a van uh-huh. yeah. that's so how he, he started he borrowed uh, money from his dad to start selling his late great dad Campbell and um, sold uh, tracksuits it was, see, uh, it was the, trainers at first you're right in the Barrows in Glasgow and Willis was uh, fitting air conditioning see yeah. stories like that brilliant 
that that that's unbelievable. And just look where he is now. And he was a footballer. Well, he was a footballer, and he got a bad injury. And uh, look what happened to him then. Well, what position? Was he? Ah, he was. Uh, he was, he was, he was, he was not. <laughs> what position was he? Uh, I didn't ever. I didn't know him at that I point. Could, I met he, him. He looks like a right back yeah. or something. He looks like a goalie, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> a right back or something like that. Just. Putting the ball up the pitch. It's brilliant though. I'm going to listen to that. Yeah. Oh, listen, it's Sunday morning at 11, and Donald Martin, the chair, the editor in chief, award winning journalist, great guy. So uh, that's then. But listen, we've only got six or seven minutes left. So we're looking forward to this weekend. So let's go through the card Celtic against Livingston. And uh, Sai, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? I think it's going to be a draw. Yeah. I think Celtic mm-hmm. will score, and I think it'll be 1 1. Uh, again, Livingston strong at set pieces, um, well organised. I think they'll get in Celtic's faces. Uh, I think it'll be a tough, tough game for, for Celtic, but I think that'll finish one each. Due, just due to the lack of firepower up front, Paul, it's hard to win games when you've got mm-hmm. two guys that can't, that didn't score goals. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a tough game. And I've got no focal point Celtic. It's difficult for a young kid mm-hmm. coming in his first game, and as I said earlier, Mikey Johnson, he's, he's not a, a centre forward, he's a wide player. I've got to agree with Sai. I think Livingston can get something out of this game. Gavin Strachan speaking about uh, Neil Lennon is speaking to him from home during the match. Yeah, it obviously makes it slightly more difficult, but you know, he had a line of communication with, with Stevie Woods and Stevie Woods passes it on to me. So it's not ideal, but it, 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 it can be done. Three o'clock tomorrow, Celtic against Livingston. 21 points in it at the moment, so it could come back to 18 uh, if they win, but it's a big if, and uh, neither of you think that will happen. Hamilton against Dundee United. We mentioned that. What about Lauren Shanklin's goal the other night, Si? Wow. Ridiculous. Brilliant, mate. Do you know, it's not, it's his technique. He, stri- huh? he strikes it. It's not a lob, it's an absolute rocket. And that's on Shanklin, mate. He's got a lovely strike uh, of the bond. He's, he's caught it flush. You, you, couldn't, you, you couldn't catch it any better. We had him on show the next night because I know he's, you know him really well. You yeah. had him on early in the season. Absolutely brilliant. He's, uh, he's so guy, refreshing, he? isn't he? Yeah. yeah. We'd love to see him do well and be ready for the Euros. But his game has yeah. been good this year. I think it's yeah. just the goals that he's been missing for Guinea. Yeah. But in terms of his link-up playing, yeah. that, he looks like a good, right good player for me. I think he can definitely play higher. Yep, and again, we were speaking earlier, Sai. He's similar to Kevin Nisbet. Yeah. He got let go by Aberdeen, went down to League One, scored goals, Air United, done it in the Championship with Air United, then done United, and then he's obviously in the Premier League. So, see stories like that. They're brilliant and I hope young kids who do get yeah. let go from Premier yeah. League clubs, there's always hope if you, you get your head down and work hard. My so question via Shankland or Nisbet? Oh, that's a good question. Barry's thinking about it and that's the opinion that counts. Um, what's your opinion for tomorrow uh, then? Hamilton, Dundee United? Well, 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 we'll let him think. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. go, I think Dundee United. Dundee I think United. Nicky Clark's just signed yeah. a new deal. He's done well as well this year. McNulty yep. was on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Which surprised me because I think again McNulty the same played well, but maybe not got the goals that he's that he's deserved. Yep. But I think just Dundee United what they've got up top will be, will be too much for for Hamonakis, who are, I think they're missing Eastern and inexperienced guys mm-hmm. at the back. So I yep. think they'll capitalise on that. Barry, I think Hamilton will surprise people and get a win. Right, wow. like yes. the win. Well, they yes. do so many times. So who do you think, Kevin Nisbet? <laughs> or I wish you were for <laughs> Lauren Shank. You thought I'd forgotten. <laughs> Uh, like, That's what he gets for doing my I'll baggy go, I'll go um, no. I, Both of them I really like But I just think Kevin Nisbet mm. Right You go for Nisbet yep. Who would you go for? Yeah Nisbet for what, me Hibs yep. Kilmarnock We touched on it earlier on What's the scoreline for you Barry tomorrow At Easter Road That's a good game isn't it? Yeah I'm going to go Maybe a surprise here I'm, I'm going to go Kilmarnock to win I'm not that surprised But Hibs are on a bad run I mean three defeats mm. And then they got the goal At the end and, But it wasn't a great game The other night was it So what do you think tomorrow Si You going for Kelly I'm going to go a draw For that game Aye? Yeah, yeah I don't mm. think Either are playing particularly well I know Kelly have picked up a bit But 
like you say, Hibs weren't great against Celtic. Mm. You know, you can see why they've no won matches that they should. They've drawn a lot of games at Easter Road that you'd expect them to win, and I think it'll be the same. A, a, a draw. Okay, Ross County against Aberdeen. Oh, you've got. I've got to go Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah. I think Aberdeen will finish third. I think mm. they're the third strongest team in the league. I think Derek McInnes always does well. His teams are well set up. Yogi will want to play, but I think Aberdeen press well, and I think they might take the ball off Ross County high up the pitch. And I think they'll punish him with too much up front. Cosgrove's a, a handful, isn't he, for, for guys like Donaldson, and I think he'll have too much up Davey front. Davy Province said last night Aberdeen could still be pushing for two, the second position. They will push, yeah. but I don't think they'll yeah. get it. Okay. If I'm being honest, I think um, yeah. it'll be too much for them. I think they will finish in third. I think Ross County tomorrow against Aberdeen will get a point. Again, you do feel for Three, Delphi, right? they're doing so well this year, and they could lose it again and for another year. Lose one of his suspended. best players in January. Yep. Oh, are they right? Yeah. I'm changing that, I'm going to draw. <laughs> what did can, you go draw? Can you draw. change it? Yep. Yeah, draw. And St Johnson, St Mirren, uh, when Tony Fitzpatrick was on, you were going for St Mirren. I'm going to go St Mirren. I think yeah, it'll be a to- close one. 1 0 St Mirren. Tony always tunes in, so Sai. I think that'll be a draw as well. Yeah. I've went uh-huh. for a lot of draws here, but I, I think they'll cancel each other out. Bo- uh, both good teams. St Johnson, a wee bit more experienced, but I think it'll be a draw. Brophy, Brophy to score. Oh, it's one great one. signing. Yeah, and Scotland cap as well. Uh, a lot yeah. of people forget that, Paul. I'd forgotten. <laughs> he's. Um, I don't know what you think. He's some even at Hamilton Ackies as a young kid mm. coming through. I always liked him, and then Big Lee. It was Big Lee McCulloch that signed him for Kilmarnock. Was it? And he says, look, he didn't realise how good he was until he actually seen him close up. What well, as in technically in that period? Yep, everything about yeah. him. And I, I don't know, but you've seen. I've seen him play. He's always one that I've thought he's decent. Yeah. So I think it's a great signing for something. What I like about him is no matter how he's playing, he always works hard. Aye. And I think that's what you need again if you're going to play in Jim Goodwin's team. Brophy will, will defend for the front and I think that's a massive part of St Mirren's philosophy so, right, so just to check then for Saturday Celtic Livy Si you think it's a draw 1-1 one, one. one draw and Barry you yes, think yes I'm going to draw a draw okay yep. are we then scores here or draws because I think it's better than scores uh, okay give us a score you one, said 1-1 one, 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 Barry 1-1 one, one. One, one. see okay. him copying me again <laughs> well, honestly man. not copying your style but it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> certainly not Sunday uh, 12 o'clock Motherwell against Rangers uh, Barry what do you think 2-0 Rangers scorers um, I think Morelos I'll, 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 again after last week I, I thought he was excellent back that, to that, form yeah yep. back to form I think he'll get a goal and um, I'll go Ryan Kent he needs to I mean his performance last mm. week was decent back up to the levels that we all expect and he just needs a goal now and I think he'll get a goal Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Rangers I think Motherwell will score mm. I think they've got Polworth did good delivery mm. for one side and if Lawless plays he's got great delivery for the other so I think Motherwell will get a goal 2-1 Rangers okay Barry, I heard uh, on your podcast that uh, it was Derek, his brother, who's you know ten years older, who told his <laughs> mum and dad name him, and it, what happened? Tell quickly, tell that what story. What about the if accent? You Did you hear the Derek's accent? Yeah, yeah, didn't it? Yeah. Barry. So they were sitting watching an advert. that didn't know what to call Barry. And a bean. Was it an, an HP beans? HP advert? beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see oh, that? that? That's not what I'll need to do. I'll need to try and get the ad. We'll need to try and get the advert for okay. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Get I saw it. Yeah. Named we'll, after we'll, a we'll beans. It. Is that because he had players in toast then later on? Yes. Oh, 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 just leave, leave the jokes to me, mate. I will. <laughs> I should do. Uh, any further signings coming? Uh, Stephen Gerrard was asked. You never say never in, in, in these situations because things can change pretty quickly. Uh, I don't foresee any more additions, but I do know that there's quite a bit of interest around uh, some of our players as well. So that'll also depend on who goes out the door. What we do. We'll have to see who is going out there. So there will be some changes there. Do you think? By the end of the month, Barry will declare the uh, like the president elect. You know the champions elect. He will say Rangers are going to do it. It's when 
the radio's finished, he's like, I don't know, he's one. <laughs> no way. No, he doesn't. He doesn't speak with me. None of the big ones will go, well, he's talking about fringe oh, players, he's fringe players, players isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think you may see that in the summer. I think some of the ones. bigger hitters who are, are worth uh, a few million will obviously be let go in terms of... Uh, that was mentioned in the AGM. There's no doubt about it, and I, I think it was, I think it was good coming from the the board, letting the fans know that in time they'll need. To, that's the type of club they need to be. But already he's planning ahead. I think. Mm. Brilliant. Listen, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the matches. Stay safe, everyone. And uh, we're back. Well, we come back Monday at five. Yes. Pleasure as always. See you then. Cheers. The Bull Radio Football Show. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. 